אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. שלום אוסטרליה, my name is Anat Shechter Vaidor, originally an Israeli that lived in Australia for many many years, left Australia just before COVID, arrived to Tel Aviv, I was the president of WITO New South Wales in Australia, and I'm a member of the World WITO Board. Anat Shechter Vaidor, Thank you so much for joining us from Tel Aviv on SBS Shalom Australia. I wanted to ask you about the Zionist Congress. You took part with the President of Israel, and that was to mark 125 years since the first Zionist Congress with Benjamin Zev Herzl that came with a vision to build, to establish a Jewish state in Israel. In Israel. What has changed in 125 years? Tell us about that uh, Congress. The Congress was mind-blowing. I've got to say for someone that has done all her journey through the Zionist world, and I've been a shlicha, and I'm a descendant to the Biluim, the first Zionist Aliyah. I'm fifth generation Israeli originally from the four founders of Israel. And yet, with all my knowledge and all my zest and passion, That conference resonated with me and has really been a turning point in changing the view of where I'm at and where I'm going with my Zionist passion and doing. It was a mind-blowing conference. Anat, you said that you're really, you were really excited to attend this Zionist Congress in Basel 125 years after the first Congress. What was so exciting about it? The exciting part, first of all, is the, the fact that they managed to excite me. I've breastfed Zionism from the day I was born, being a fifth-generation Israeli to the first Zionist Aliyah, being a shlicha, being involved all my life in the Zionist world. I've got to say, if they managed to impress me and give me a vision, a scope, then it was successful. But I've got to say, the event of being 1,400 people from around the world coming and actually basically taking over Basel with security everywhere. You know, they closed the Rhine River before we came to a limited boat. I mean, the aerial security was something insane. And the Swiss government really took a lot of effort to make it happen. So here we are, all of us sitting there, 125 years after health and vision Zionism, and thinking, okay, what now? We're talking to Anat Schechter-Weidor. Anat was uh, the president of WITSO, New South Wales president, and she is a current member of the World WITSO board, and you are listening to SBS Shalom Australia with Nitsa Lowenstein. Anat, you were just, you participated in this congress. You sound so excited, so motivated. What is Zionism in 2022? What is the vision? First of all, is part of the Jewish culture, part of the Jewish religion, This is not something separate. It's not a political dream. It's not a political stand. It has nothing to do with any security issues or definition of what we are or borders or territories. Zionism is Judaism. But lots of Jews that live in the diaspora say, well, we're not Zionists, but we're still Jewish. How come you, you actually connect Judaism with Zionism? Because Judaism is part of the Jewish religion and culture. And if you're religious or not religious, it's irrelevant. It's part of us. Is the, state, the, the land of Israel is where we live. And the right for a homeland is literally 
our religion, our culture. So when you try to separate it and say we're not Zionists, it means you don't think that the Jews have a right to have a homeland, i.e. you don't believe that the Jews have a right to exist. And today the form, and we know, the form of anti-Semitism today in the world is basically denying the right for a state, of, for the Jews, and to call Zionism fascist movement or basically putting down or criticizing Zionism, this is a form of anti-Semitism. Those people say, well, we are not uh, um, anti-Jewish, we are not anti-Semitic, we are only anti-Israel. How do you make the connection? Because Israel is part of the Jewish religion. Israel is part of the Jewish culture. This is our DNA. It comes together. And when you put it all together, basically, you've got to understand that you can't separate one from another. When you take Zionism out of the equation, it means you are saying Jews do not have a right for a homeland. As so many anti-Semites around the world are saying it, and anti-Semitism is on the rise. And that calling, basically, for to separate Zionism from Judaism, that means we do not deserve a state. We don't deserve a homeland. And we know what happens when we don't want to have a homeland. And every Jew out there should know that he's holding his head up high because there is a state of Israel here. Because history will tell. We didn't have a state. Look where we were. And that's so what is the vision for Israel for the future? The vision is that for 125 years, we were busy building a state. We were seeking, Herzl was seeking the approval and the help of the nations to help us get a homeland. That was his vision. It took, you know, years later, 50 years later, and it, he didn't live to see it, but we had a state, a democratic state, an innovative state. We were busy with that. Now, taking all the good that we've created while building a state and actually doing it to Olam, that's Zionism. How can we help the world? And we're doing it with innovation, with startup, with uh, projecting values of, of Tikkun Olam to the world. What can we contribute to the world? We can show. We can share. We don't need people to share with us. We can share with them. And that's the beauty. And that's our responsibility. The Jewish state did not happen because people say someone else will do it. It was conviction of individuals that gathered together and made it happen. The threat is not over. Yes, we're strong. Yes, we're innovative. But the threat is not over. The threat is out there everywhere in forms of Iran. And that's, you can call it security threat. But that's not only security threat. That's a threat that is filtering to social media and actually sponsoring around the world anti-Zionist movements. And it's everywhere, and it's going into Australia, and the most pro-Israel countries are not immune from what's happening there. Anti-Semitism is on the rise. Anat, you mentioned to me that you met somebody very interesting in the Congress. His name is Sheikh Ahmed Ubed al-Mansouri. He's a businessman from Dubai. And what's so interesting about him and why I was invited was that he actually established the Holocaust Museum in Dubai. That is phenomenal, and that is a vision, okay? He's a visionary, because the reality is that peace cannot prevail. It doesn't matter what accord you're going to sign. If the education and the narrative of who we are, who Jews are, what is Zionism, is not going to be taught correctly in the Arab world. There cannot be peace if people are not educated from the beginning about the narrative of Jews and who we are. So he actually has the vision. He said, if we have the Abrahamic Accord, everything is great and good, and we might do great business together and roll millions together with Israel. That's all good and said. But there will never be real peace if our people, the United Arab Emirates residents, will not understand who did we sign peace with. Who are these people? And that's why he had the vision to establish such a, it's more like an exhibition, that people understand our narrative and the beauty about our religion and the ethics of our religion and the Holocaust and what we've been through and the necessity for a state. 
and he and the needs he really is convicted and he's dedicated his life to it. So people will understand that. His brothers will understand that because otherwise they will never understand who we are. And real peace will not happen. He wants real warm peace, and that's the conviction behind the museum. Anat Shechter Vaidor, thank you so much and good luck. רוצים לשמוע עוד סיפורים? האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.